are listening to She of the Wild, Growing Our Souls Through Creativity with Beth Mori. That's me! Welcome to another episode of the She of the Wild podcast. I'm Beth. Hi, thank you for listening. It means the world to me that you would choose to spend your time um, with me in this way. Um, I love podcasting. I always have um, since I learned what it was. I love that you can take someone with you and they can join you on your day. It's so portable, so intimate almost. Um, You have them in your ears. So I know... I know what it is to be like on the receiving end of that relationship, and so I appreciate the investment that you're making on the receiving end of my um, my podcast. So thank you so much for listening. Today I am recording for the first time in my new home with my studio all set up, or at least mostly set up. Uh, at the time that I'm recording this, I give a little preview on my Instagram stories and my Facebook stories. Um, So maybe you caught that if you want to follow along. I share a lot of my life, especially my creative life on Instagram and my Facebook. So you can find me at Shave the Wild on Instagram and also Shave the Wild on Facebook. Um, They gave a little tour of my space and certainly not perfect, but I recently got this townhouse, and it has a, a room. I don't want to call it a bedroom, <laughs> because it's not really that. You walk in, it's a three-story townhouse, it's really narrow, but it has two bedrooms at the very top, and then like the main living space on the middle floor, and then the, the bottom floor where you walk in. You walk in, and there's stairs going up to the main floor, but there's also this room, and it doesn't have a door that separates it from the front door it's just this room um so I I of course knew when I saw this room that I was going to turn it into my creative space and so I have at least somewhat I've been living here for gosh probably a month and a half now and I'm just getting around to unpacking it I certainly have not unpacked many other things I've sort of unpacked my bedroom I have put stuff away in the kitchen I put a few things away in the living room, but a lot of things are still in boxes. It's actually teaching me a lot about how um, unnecessary some of my stuff is. So I foresee myself cutting down a lot of what I have because I feel really happy with not the not with the state of things being put not sorry not put away, but with the level of stuff I have. I'm really happy with it. That I stuff I have out, I should say, and available to me and not in a box in the garage. Anyway, I just finished putting together my studio and I have found myself resisting this because it was something I had actually planned to do right away to be one of the first things that I unpacked, the first spaces that I unpacked in this new place. And obviously a month and a half have gone by and other things took priority. Um, it's, it's not the last space that I have unpacked either, but I had expected myself to dive right in, and I didn't. 
partly because, you know, moving is tiring and I was tired and I have a tiring job that I love, but it's still tiring. Um, yeah, but I, I just didn't want to do it. It felt really big and it felt like, gosh, I, if I did it, I would probably do it wrong and I have to redo it or I would never be able to get it right. You know, there was this issue of perfectionism stuck in my head. And of course, you can't really do it wrong because I don't even know what I want. You know, and maybe that was the issue. Maybe I should have taken some time to sit down and visualize what I wanted and maybe draw out like a floor plan or something. Measure some stuff. I always like tend to pick things up at like Goodwill or or, or garage sales or thrift stores. Um, I'm like, oh, this desk or this table or this whatever would be so great for my creative space or my living room or, or whatever. And um, then I, it turns out I don't have the physical space for it. I unpacked some of my living room and I was like, wow, I have a lot of chairs. <laughs> like I have a chair, like a, a love seat. I have a futon and they're both like functioning as like my sofas, you know. But then I also have this like little armchair and these two pink chairs that you can sit in. And I'm like, wow, I usually don't have that much company. Like the, the love seat and the futon by it themselves would be totally enough. But, um, yeah, I, I'm not very good at planning that stuff. And, um, anyway, so I was worried about the studio being perfect. Obviously it's never going to be perfect, but it's never going to be imperfect either in the sense that it would be wrong. Um, and honestly, like a functional space would be like any kind of a functional space, even if it was if it was like the farthest from perfect functional space that you could get. Um, it would still be way better. A huge step up from having everything packed up in boxes and completely unusable and inaccessible. Right. So I resisted it. Finally did it today. Um, and I did it first thing in the morning. Uh, first thing when I got up, because you know how the day goes. You you get derailed, right? You get derailed by so many different things. Um, And then at the end, my thing is usually I get derailed by like chores or food shopping or or something like that. And then by the end of the day, I'm just, I don't have the energy for it anymore. Um, So I did it first thing. And I'm actually pretty pleased with it. Um, I keep I keep turning around to look at it. <laughs> I'm in it right now. Um, I keep turning around to check things out behind me. And uh, so hopefully the sound on this isn't terrible. There's also somebody outside. Like, they've been, like, I don't know, using, like, a some sort of, like, high-powered saw for, like, three hours. <laughs> like, uh, it's Sunday, guys. Um, anyway, they're getting their creative work done. So I apologize for any sound funkiness, but I've got my main artist table, which is just a flat table, a flat desk I picked up at Goodwill. I just added before I move, I I bought off of our local Facebook marketplace, like a quote unquote real artist table um, that, you know, that it kind of picks up and the table surface becomes higher or lower angles. Um, And I've found that I've, I don't love working on a flat surface anymore. It used to be that I really, like, flat surfaces and me and painting, like, were BFFs, and that was how it went. But I'm finding more and more that I wish I could get, like, a more face-on angle instead of, like, looking straight down. And that has been hurting my neck, too. So I picked up this artist artisty table. Um, so that'll be fun to play with, hopefully. 
um, and see how that changes things. I think it gets higher, but it, I can't figure out how to actually make that function of it work. So it's really low right now. So I have to figure it out. But did that. Um, picked up like a free a couple of free shelves and storage um, shelves or storage drawers. Um, I still have a few things, a few boxes I haven't unpacked, but that's okay. Again, I've realized I have like just too much stuff. So I'm going to have to give away a whole bunch of art stuff, I think, which is totally fine. And I have my writing desk, which I am recording on right now. So done and done. Um, but that was not what I wanted this, the, the main focus of this episode to be. Um, the main focus is inspired by jealousy. <laughs> not perfectionism, I know. I always talk about perfectionism, but this time jealousy. Um, so there's this local creative art fair, like a local maker fair that happens twice a year or so. And it features local handmade artists or, or artists who hand make things locally. Um, painters, soap makers, t-shirt makers. There's people who do things with wood. There's people who do steampunk stuff, people who make stuffies, clothing, all sorts of things. Um, but it just has to be locally made and you, um, and you apply for this show and it's actually like quite hard to get into. And I've applied in the past and was rejected and at the time, I was, like, huffy about it. But now, looking back, I was like, no, no, no. I was not ready for this show at all. But um, it was it's, it moved to our local, like, county fair this year for, I believe it's the first time it moved there, instead of having its own event elsewhere. Um, so I was at the fair yesterday, and I, and I was resisting going. I've, it turns out I've, like, kind of started to hate going to this thing. Um, and yesterday I was like, okay, self, you're here, it's shady in there, and you know you're curious, let's just go in and see. So I went in and walked around, it was a beautiful space, and lots of really cool stuff. Um, and I realized, I mean, I think I already knew this, but I realized it on a more conscious and actionable level. And the reason I don't like going to this fair is because I'm, I get jealous I get jealous. I'm like, why not me? Why that person and not me? Well, for a number of reasons, actually, self. <laughs> One, you applied that first year. You weren't ready for it. You were a new artist at the time. Um, so it was, it was like brave to apply, but also it wasn't the right time. But since then, have I put myself forward for it? Um, I bet you can guess the answer. The answer is no, I have not. Um, have I continued working on my visual artwork in a creative and steady manner again no I have not and again uh, sorry for any like sound disturbance my cats are now running around like crazy um no I haven't been working on this I met someone there who we were in a, an online course together and her work she's doing like um mixed media work and it's, it's gorgeous her like stand was beautiful her stuff was whimsical and appealing I bought some washi tape from her I wish I could have bought everything from her. Um, she's been working on her stuff. She's been working on it and improving and mastering her craft, and you can tell. She goes about it really professionally. Um, you can tell that she's not scared to show up at her workspace because she has, again, grown so much um, and continues to cultivate and hone her craft. 
um, I went to another, or, or one of the other stands I purchased something from. It was just like a basic sticker. I put it on my car, and it says extra, <laughs> and it made me happy. Um, but her stand wasn't like anything like super high art. Like I get caught up in this space of like, oh my God, it has to be like museum worthy good. And her stuff is good. I don't know if it's museum worthy good. Who cares though? Because I enjoyed it. I bought something from her. She makes these like glow in the dark items that are so cool. Like so cool. And I don't care if it's never going to be in a museum. It makes my life happier and better and more colorful and more fun. So those were just a couple of the people I saw. I saw, oh, another person I saw was an artist. I've seen her work locally quite a bit. And um, again, have always been mm, grumpy about her work. And it's, I'm realizing it's because I was jealous. It's because, it's because I'm jealous. I want to be doing that work. And so I want, what I want to talk about this episode is about what your jealousy can tell you. So jealousy is like an uncomfortable emotion and it can tend to make us put the negativity on somebody else. We are feeling something negative and we're gonna blame them for it, right? There's something they're doing that's making us uncomfortable or unhappy or mad or or whatever. And I feel like there's a tendency when you're jealous to point the finger and say, that person's doing this to me. But really, I think what jealousy is, is a, um, as a compass. Um, it's a compass. It's saying, that person is doing this work. And it calls to me something about what they're doing. Makes me uncomfortable because I want to be doing something like that and I'm not. So when you feel jealous, it's really like a map toward a direction you should go. Not to necessarily say, oh, I love this girl's glowing necklaces and um, earrings. I should make glowing necklaces and earrings. No, not necessarily at least. But yes, I should be trying new things in my creativity and I should be practicing this um, you know, regularly. Not because like to make it like a should, you know, not to make it like this... Um, I don't know, to-do list kind of thing, check it off, you know, but because there's something in my heart, in my soul, inside of me somewhere that needs to be doing that thing or something like that thing. Um, So this fair, I was jealous because I could see all these people doing their work and I haven't been doing my work. And so they're all growing and they're all improving in their work and they're all maybe finding some success. Um, And I'm not, but that's because they've been showing up and I have not. And that, that is a bit of a reality check and that is uncomfortable and it's not a great feeling, but um, beyond that feeling, I definitely had that kind of like a, uh, like an accountability. It was not, it was not great. Some, it was almost like the fair was calling me out when I went yesterday. Um, but I was also really, I also came away feeling inspired and encouraged. Um, and instead of letting myself get eaten up by that uncomfortable feeling and that, oh shit, I've been, you know, not, I've not been doing the thing I, I feel like that maybe I need to be doing. Um, bad me, you know, instead of self-flagellating over it, 
I found myself surprisingly, because this is not my norm, but surprisingly inside of myself, like turning that around and saying, okay, I'm inspired. These are people like me. Like, they're people like me. And if they can do it, I can do it. And they're all really nice. Um, Usually I walk through and I don't talk to anyone, but this time, even though, again, it made me uncomfortable, I stopped and I talked to a number of different artists. Um, I told them I appreciated their work and I learned a little bit about them and I inquired about, like, whatever I thought was interesting. Um, And that really helped me because I often feel ostracized from the artist community and not because of anything the artist community has done but because um I don't feel good enough I don't feel good enough and I feel like everyone is awesome and I'm not awesome um and that's just a lack of confidence right that's a lack of practice if I did my art more often than I do like in a regular way um eventually I would gain the confidence to feel okay, at least okay enough to start stepping into those creative circles more instead of feeling like, oh, a local artist gathering? No, thank you. I don't want to be there Um, because I'm insecure. Not because uh, it's not a good gathering. I don't know. I have no idea. I've never gone, so I have no idea. But because of me, it's because of me. I don't feel great about myself, and I don't feel great about my work, and I feel really shy about it. Um, So I felt really challenged, but in a good way by this fair. Came away feeling really challenged and came back feeling like, I can do this. Maybe I can't do it. I can't practice my artwork for as long or as um, often as I would like to, but I can add a little bit to my life. At least start with a little bit and see where it goes from there and see how it makes me feel. instead of just not doing it all and then feeling bad about it. So my invitation to you in this week's episode is to investigate your jealousy. Where are you feeling jealous? How are you feeling jealous? What are you feeling jealous about? Who are you feeling jealous of? Who pisses you off because they're doing their work? Who, um, yeah, what are you jealous about right now creatively? What's got you feeling jealous, if anything? If not, if you're not feeling jealous, that's great. I applaud you. Um, keep doing what you're doing. If you are feeling jealous, though, step into that. Maybe journal, art journal, go for a walk and ponder it. What are you feeling jealous about? And what is that pointing you toward? The jealousy is a map. Can you tell what direction it wants to take you? Let it be a guide. Don't just let it be this uncomfortable emotion that, like, makes you bitter and upset and angry and and robs you of experiences or opportunities or relationships. Let it be a guide. It doesn't have to be in charge of you. You're in charge of it. Let it show you the way, or at least a bit of the way, the next bit of the way, a little, uh, the next few steps, right? Let me know what you think. Where are you jealous? What is it telling you? Find me on Instagram at She of the Wild, Facebook She of the Wild, or my website, sheofthewild.com, and comment on the post, the blog post for this episode. I'm really super curious um, about what you think about this episode, what it tells you, where it leads you. 
If you'd like to work more with me, I have an online art course happening right now. It's start whenever you want. It's called Start Making Art Today, and you can find it find it at sheofthewild.com slash start. I'm cheering you on so hard. I believe in you. We're in this together. We're perfectly imperfect, doing our best. I love you. Thank you again for listening, and talk to you next time. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the She of the Wild podcast. For more inspiration and support for your creative journey, please visit www.sheofthewild.com.